0: Guys, you guys are heating up, the crowd is packing, I'm feeling fucking great. This next guy, super fucking funny, he came all the way down from Seoul. He's setting up his own camera right now, so, uh, is he looking good? Yeah? God damn, I'm fat as shit. Uh, alright. God, my Korean side is hating myself right now for looking so dumb on this camera. Um, alright. Guys, this guy is super fucking funny. Uh, he's, he's open up for big time headliners all over the peninsula. Uh, his, this is like his fifth or sixth time here, right, Kay? Yeah, he always crushes it here, so uh, I just set the bar really high for you, bud. So, without further ado, please give it up for Mr. K Kim!
1: Hello. Obviously, I came straight here from school. The lights making my eyeballs smaller, <laughs> but uh, trust me, they're open. <laughs> really, they are. <laughs> All right, I I feel sorry uh, whenever I go to the public restrooms and bathrooms and to take a pee. Really, really feel sorry for the guy behind me because I always take my time. Whenever I zip down, it's, uh, it's the beginning of a search and rescue mission. <laughs> a helicopters hovering above the forest, looking for the lost hiker. this helicopter and then one guy says <laughs> alpha one alpha one no sign of life <laughs> over <laughs> roger that keep looking don't lose hope <laughs> alpha one alpha one I found them. I found them.
0: (laughs) Ah!
1: I could just shave my bush. I could just do that. Save save me a lot of trouble. But I don't because sometimes I gotta go to a nude beach. feel like I'm wearing something. <laughs> just turn up at the new beach. What's up? Hey. I feel like I'm cheating because I'm totally covered. <laughs> and I see that black guy over there. Just penis hanging out like this. Just flopping around. It's not even walking, it's just standing there. And I'm like, hey, look at that guy. Must be totally embarrassed. (laughs) Sucks to be you, black guy. I hate um, watching Hollywood movies in the movie theater in Korea because they always have shitty subtitles. And it just messes the uh, flow. Because I, I can read that shit. It's terrible. The other day I was watching this movie and Liam Neeson was saying, Release the Kraken! But the subtitle said, This Kraken go outside! It's fucking sucks the joy out of the movie (laughs) shit so I was in the subway uh, and my smartphone screen smudged so I had to clean it right so I gotta rub it on my belly but I was standing in the corner so it kind of looked like this and somebody called the cops. I had to uh, spend the night in jail. It's my first time. When you're in jail, you gotta try out the showers. Because they always give you a bar of soap. But uh, I wasn't worried because um, I saw a video of this Japanese guy teaching people how to tighten uh, your butthole through an exercise uh, where you uh, drill a tiny hole on a lemon and then push it up your butt and you squeeze. You squeeze the juice out. Hey, it's Japanese. So once you get to, uh, you squeeze out enough lemon juice to make about 100 cups of lemonade, your butthole will be super tight. So I did, uh, I, I stopped at 30 cups, but uh, it was pretty uh, useful I'll say because I did drop the soap and uh, a bunch of Korean guys tried to uh, uh, They tried to put their dicks in my butthole. (laughs) But, uh, you know, uh, my butthole was, uh, in English, you would call it impenetrable. (laughs) So they tried and tried and tried. I turned around and bad my eyelids. (laughs) I thought I won. But then, uh, Those five guys grabbed me and just fucked me in my mouth. (laughs) Enjoy a guy blowing other guys? Yeah, that's right. I didn't like it, I didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. Went to uh, Thailand. In Thailand, uh, elephants are holy animals where people worship them. And uh, my Thai tour guide, uh, he said, you, you want to see a uh, uh, black elephant, black elephant? I was like, whoa, is it like a bino elephant but black? That would be cool, let's go. And he took me to see a naked black guy in a gay club. I was like, didn't see that coming. But I stayed for the show, the whole show. <laughs> it was fascinating, but totally fine. So uh, about two years ago, I had an actual black friend. <laughs> now I don't. Uh, so his name was Tayshawn. And Tayshawn and, and I were really close. Uh, we uh, always hang out together. And uh, I tried to hook him up with Korean girls. Uh, it Didn't really, uh, well, Korean girls don't speak English. Uh, I went on a blind date with uh, these two Korean girls and me and Tayshawn went to the coffee shop and we sat down and we started chit-chatting. These two Korean girls didn't speak any English. They just pretended they spoke English. and I was really bored out of my mind. I was asking them stupid fucking questions like, "Uh, who's your favorite American singer? And one girl said, oh, oh, Beyonce, Beyonce. I was like, oh, really? Uh, What's your favorite song? Oh, oh. Beyoncé, sing song, hello, hello. I wanted to just, (laughs) I wanted to leave, but I stayed for the sake of Taishan. Taishan is a pretty good looking guy, and uh, these two Korean girls were uh, trying to uh, say something to him, but they couldn't. one of the one of the Korean girls start saying something like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 저 흑인 오빠 진짜 진짜 멋있다. 멋있다고 좀 말해봐. 말해봐." And the other girl said, "아니야, 언니가 언니가 말해봐. 언니가 아니야, 지혜. 니가 말해. 니가 니가 말해." And Teishan had this look on his face like he was riding on a plane full of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to defuse the situation real fast. I say, wait, 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 wait. Teeshan, chill man, chill. They're speaking in Korean. Uh, Cause let me explain something to you. In the Korean language Diga means you. (laughs) No, 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 wait, 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 that didn't come out right. (laughs) The word diga means you, like, not, not because you're black, but it's just you, oh shit. (laughs) Change the topic. I asked the girls, hey girls, you girls want to see a black elephant? (laughs) I went home alone that day. And Tayshawn had a great, awesome threesome. Yeah! That's my story. Thanks. Thanks, guys.
0: One more time for K Kim, everyone! Hell, hell yeah, 30 cups of lemonade out that man's booty hole. That is the cleanest butthole on this peninsula. I'm telling you guys, are you guys ready for your feature act of the evening? This guy's a good friend of mine. He's been doing comedy for years all over the world. He's originally from Ireland. Uh, very funny dude. is open up for a, a bunch of huge comics. Please give it up for Mr. Enda Whitney!
2: Hey, how are you doing, everybody? Happy 4th of July. I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't give a fuck how free you are. Uh, We built your country uh, with the Mexicans. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing racist about that. Mexicans are just Irish people with a tan. Uh, probably a harder work ethic as well. Um, yeah, uh, I love it. I, I, this has been an amazing couple of days. Uh, it's been maybe my second time down in Osan. And the one thing I noticed about Osan today, well, as we were walking around, fucking around in Osan, was that your, uh, your tailors are psychopathic. <laughs> we went up to this guy and he, gave us his, like, he didn't even give us his card. The business next door gave us her card. And uh, he was like, I'm the best tailor in the world you're going to come back to me in 20 minutes. And we were like, no, we're not. No, we don't want fucking suits. Does it look like I need to wear any more clothes? <laughs> it's fucking 30 degrees out. So we were walking around. Sure enough, 20 minutes later, Taylor shows up on the fucking on the crosswalk going, you never came back. <laughs> I was fairly, fairly fucking sure that you understood when we said, we're not coming back. And he was like... Where else in the world are you gonna get the best suit? We're like, uh, if you give us a suit for fifty dollars, we'll we'll take a suit. He's like, go to North Korea and you'll get a suit for fifty dollars. He just walks off, I'm like, fucking hell. That's how they do business down in fucking Osan. I was like fucking looking up at the windows for a sniper or something. Going, are we marked men now? We're fucked. But, no, I, I, but and we went out to Liberty Fest as well to you know, to not give a fuck again. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, I do have a special place in my heart for America, because my, my, I met my girlfriend here two years ago, and she's American. she's from, uh, she's from New York. Uh, even better, she's an American Jew. So basically, when I go to uh, America and do a little bit of comedy over there, I'm bulletproof. I can be I can talk. I can talk about starving Irish people, fucking the Holocaust, fucking, uh, anything I want. I can fucking say whatever I want, it's like it's my golden ticket. I find find myself waking up at night going, I've got a golden ticket, I've got a golden ticket. Uh, She's a poor Jew though. No one said, that's not in the stereotype literature. (laughs) You're not supposed to be poor. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's fine, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so we, we moved in together about uh, after we knew each other for about six years. So we moved in together, and I suppose the, the great thing about uh, my American girlfriend is that she's got a great sense of humor. Because we, we love being racist to each other. Uh, she always calls me a potato-eaten bastard, and blah, 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 And, like, I don't think she goes up five minutes without going, you Mick cunt. I... Have a lot more in history to kind of lavish on her as far as uh, slagging goes, as far as abuse goes. Her people might have had it a little bit harder at one point in history. <laughs> but we always play tricks on each other, like we always have a way to play tricks on each other. But it, it started from the very beginning when we decided to move in together the first night. The first night, I was so happy that we decided to move in together. I asked her, and she said yes. And I was so happy that she said yes, so we're moving in together. And, you know, not stereotypically, as an Irish man, I went off, and I went drinking with my buddies to celebrate. <laughs> to celebrate moving in together. And she's cool like that, that's fine. But anyway, that was one of the, one of the first nights that I drank over three bottles of soju. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't remember from the third bottle of soju until I woke up the next morning to, uh, honey, H- honey, why the fuck is there a vacuum cleaner on the fucking kitchen table? Uh, uh, I, I honestly don't know. I still don't know to this day why there was a broken vacuum cleaner uh, on, the, on the kitchen table. The only thing that I can think is earlier that day, for the first time and last time, I tried Dog. All right, like, uh, we didn't really. We, we ended up in a dog restaurant. We didn't know it was a dog restaurant, and then they said, "Do you want to try a dog?" And we were like, "Ah, fuck it." We were drunk, so I tried dog. The only thing I could use to explain it was maybe, maybe the, somewhere in my head, I was thinking she's like she's really kind of OCD. She's a germaphobe, right? So she's always fucking cleaning all the fucking time, and I was like, maybe you could stop cleaning and become a rich fucking Jew. <laughs> so so Papa doesn't have to work later in life. But what I was thinking is maybe, maybe somewhere along the line, maybe like the dog took root in me, and like, like, a, like a dog would like bring its owner a dead bird <laughs> like to show them that they love them. Maybe somewhere in my soju-filled mind, I thought, I bring her a fucking vacuum cleaner. She loves cleaning. I bring her a vacuum cleaner. Maybe, I don't know. It didn't have the desired effect. But anyway, that was day one. And we're still together, so, that's, so that'll tell you she's got a sense of humor.
1: Day two
2: could have went better. <laughs> so day two, I was at work, and I said, no, all right, I have to make up for this. I'm gonna go home, uh, I'll bring her some flour, bring her a present maybe, or something. And I had a few pints. I had a few cans outside the 7-Eleven, I was like, but I'll get home on time. But I was like happy drunk, you know? I was like going home, got her a present, and she was asleep when I got home. So I said I'd put the present on her, while she's asleep. Now, I got her a nice pair of pajamas. I'm slightly colorblind. They were blue and white striped. Got her a pair of blue and white striped pajamas on day two of moving in together. That sounds like, a mis- like an honest mistake and, 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 and at that you go, that was an honest mistake and it's okay and, uh, and that's fine. But I had more of an elaborate joke ready for her because I was like, she loves me because of my sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> so on the way home, I don't know if you've ever seen these reality signs that look like a backward swastika in, in, in Ireland. Yeah, They look like, I, I came here first and I thought I actually had come back in time to 1940s Berlin. They had these, these reality signs that looked like swastikas. So I thought in my head, I have a really funny joke for I'm going to bring my So I brought the reality sign home, I put the pajamas on her, and I didn't want to put on the light because I didn't want to wake her, so I, I, we have a little book light, a little book light that clips onto the back of a chair or onto the headboard or whatever, so I had all the lights off, and I put the reality sign facing the bed, like as if you're lying facing that direction. The reality sign was here, looking like a swastika. (laughs) And I downloaded an Air Raid app on my phone. (laughs) So let me see, hold
0: on, sorry
2: about I downloaded this Air Raid app on my phone, and I put the book light over the reality sign that looks like a swastika. And I sat at the end of the, the air still going off. And I sat at the end of the bed. I sat at the end of the bed, and I just woke her up really violently. I said, "Wake up, honey! Wake up!" She wakes up and all she sees is a tiny little light shining on a swastika. Looks down, sees blue and white pajamas, and here's this air raid alarm going off. She freaks the fuck out and fucking sk- skirts into the bathroom, fucking legs it into the bathroom. And you know that, like in studio apartments in Seoul, bathrooms are fucking tiny. And before I turned off, set off this, the siren, I actually had taken an awful shit in the bathroom. <laughs> so when she ran into the bathroom, I closed the door behind her and put my arse up to the door. And I was like, that's what your grandmother felt like!
0: Ha <laughs> ha!
2: So that was day two. <laughs> it was day two. Um, <laughs> I suppose that's the little insight I have for you with a, an Irish guy who has a serious dickhead problem and and a Jewish girl from New York with a great sense of humour. I like to call it our little Mick Jew camp. But uh, yeah, so so she she uh, she left this country a little bit before me. I think she needed a break. Uh, she left this country a little bit before me but um, there's a thing about uh, being from Ireland and being in Korea things that you discover for the first time which a lot of Americans will be familiar with anyway uh, we don't have mosquitoes in Ireland we don't have, uh, and we don't have any animals that can like, kill you in Ireland we don't have like, bears or sharks or anything like that so that's why I was like Korea is kind of like, the, like the, the Ireland of Northeast Asia I'll go over there, and the only thing that can kill me is, like, a driver who can't have any peripheral vision. <laughs> so, but I never, never came across mosquitoes before. Mosquitoes are a new thing for me. And you're all, I'm sure you're all, it all happens, happens to you one point or another. Have you been woken up by a mosquito, or just as you're about to go to sleep, you hear that little zoom, just as you're about to close your eyes. And that little zoom, you're not going to sleep tonight, motherfucker. I just sucked on your girlfriend's titties. don't know why the mosquito has an American accent. Maybe it's because they learned English in Korea or something. I don't know. But one night, 16 mosquitoes, I caught with my electric tennis racket. 16 mosquitoes. And this was about week number three that we were living together. And she wakes up one night, and I'm just on a chair like this with the racket in my hand. No! Not this time, motherfucker. And at this point, I was hallucinating so bad from lack of sleep that I thought the mosquitoes were fucking talking to me. I thought they were mocking me. And the mosquito, the mosquito, goes. I just sat down my girlfriend's panties. I sat down a man. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. Well, my fucking girlfriend's Jewish. And the mosquito went, because <laughs> <laughs> Korean mosquitoes are racist too. But anyway, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a, another wee story because I was down in, in, in your beautiful base there today and uh, I was lucky enough to see those, uh, those fighter jets you have there and it reminded me of the only time I've ever been on a plane outside of a commercial plane. Uh, I did a, uh, has anyone here ever done a skydive? And I jumped out of a plane? Amazing experience, right? Amazing experience unless you do it in Ireland uh, because all Irish people think they're comedians. Every fucking one of them. They all think they're fucking hilarious. So, went to do a skydive, was going 11,000 feet up in the air, was sitting on a guy who was about 6 foot 5. So, when I was strapped to this guy, I'm not very fucking tall. I looked like a baby. Like a baby in one of those carriers. Just going 11,000 feet up in the air. And uh we get to a certain point we get to 11,000 feet and they open the fucking door of the plane after they turn off the engine. That is the scariest fucking thing ever. You're like, "Why are you turning off the engine? We're 11,000 feet in the air. Don't turn off the fucking engine." And if you, if you remember people that have done it, then the noise becomes deafening. It can be, I guess it's the closest thing I ever got to, like, bullets whizzing past your ear. The door is just like... <laughs> and I'm, like, fucking about to have a fucking heart attack or something. And then your man, he puts his hands over my ears, as if, like, a, a calming effect or something. I thought he was being nice. I thought he was being the nicest guy in the fucking world. And he puts his hands over my ears, and everything, I calm down a little bit calm down a little bit I'm not hearing the the velocity of the wind and then he just peels over his left hand before we jump out of the plane and he whispers ever so gently I hate my life (laughs) and then he fucks us out of the plane I got today when I was down tam- celebrating your fucking freedom. <laughs> but, uh, alright, I'm going to finish up and uh, leave you with this. Uh, I've been, I've, uh, I, again, I was saying we moved in. I moved in with my girlfriend and we don't argue. Luckily enough, we don't argue a lot at all. It's great. Uh, we do have hypothetical arguments. Uh, we, have, we have arguments over the stupidest fucking shit you can possibly imagine. Uh, we are, this argument one night was about what we would call our first child now I always thought my first child would be called Mistake <laughs> I was fairly sure of that but as we were talking about it we were watching a documentary on Jeffrey Dahmer uh, and we all know who Jeffrey Dahmer is he's a serial killer right uh, and it, it got, us, like, got us on the argument of going maybe maybe a person's name has something to do with the fact that they become a serial killer like Jeff it's a very under-the-radar name. Then you have, like, Ted Bundy. Ted. Very under-the-radar name. You don't hear of any serial killers called Fernando or fucking Fabrizio or anything like that. Because <laughs> they got enough attention when they were younger. Because people were like, your name's Fernando, that's fucking class, man. You know? Whereas, let's, let's take, for example, the, com- the comics you saw tonight, right? Maybe Devin. Devin, you could be a serial killer, in fairness.
0: <laughs> but then you have Jack,
2: right? Jack a very, very, you know, common name, good, solid name. Jack the Ripper. Most fucking famous serial killer in the history of all time. And then, and Paul Smith, right? The full name, Paul Smith. There are currently 180 living serial killers with the name Paul Smith. (laughs) That many is the first serial killer I've ever been friends with. <laughs> if you want to ask him what's in that backpack later on. <laughs> the last cunt in the front row who talked. <laughs> but like, so the argument was, my argument was, a good, wholesome, you know, solid name like Jack, Jeff, something like that, safe. That's, I'm not calling my child Fabrizio or Geppetto or some fucking, some fucking East Village fucking hipster name like fucking Fernando. I'm an artist. Fuck off, Fernando. But, but then I kept researching it because I started having a bit of a laugh with it myself. And my girlfriend's name is Melanie. And I, I looked up her name, Melanie, and uh, I was like, how many serial killers in the world are called Melanie? And it turns out there was no serial killers in the world called Melanie, but she had, that name has been a victim of a serial killer over 197 times. So regardless of whether she was Jewish or not, she was just born to be a victim. (laughs) Now, my name's not very common. My name's Enda. It's an Irish name. There was no Enda serial killers. But my name's Enda Whitney, as Paul said. And there was a few deaths over the last uh, year or two related to the name Whitney. But that's uh, that's all water under the bat now. what yeah the whitney's <laughs> crazy bastards but but so it all boils down to then like we were going what the hell do we call our our first child what what like why are we why the fuck are we arguing about this and why have i spent an nice last hour looking up serial killers when we're in bed and i should be just writing you <laughs> all these questions popped up <laughs> Like, do you call... In, in, like, I come from a, a small town in Ireland where half the town was called John and the other half the town was called Sean. Like, we weren't very creative with names. So it's, it's, I'm very hard to, like, to get, get used to names, like, you know, more, more I suppose, flamboyant names but more, like, creative names, like Fernando or Fabrizio or whatever. But then I started imagining an Irish classroom. An Irish classroom in a town full of 1,500 people. The f- same related to the same fifteen hundred people who lived in that town when it was started. So the the gene pool is starting to get pretty fucking shallow. And I was like, do you call your son Paul? Do you call your son Paul? And you know, maybe Paul gets in this new integrated Ireland that, that we live in. Does Paul end up in a classroom with Fabrizio? And when Fabrizio comes in in his red silk shirt and his black slacks and his dancing shoes looking like a tanned Michael Flatley. And all the kids are looking at him. He's going to get all the attention and maybe little Paul's over in the corner here just, you know, with two lollipop sticks and a couple of thumbtacks crucifying mice. Because everybody's looking at fucking Fabrizio. Things were better before Fabrizio came. And as Paul has his little marionette of fucking mice doing a puppet show to all the demons in his head, and he's looking at Fabrizio going, that cunt is stealing my thunder. Nobody's even noticed the effort I've gone to here. Who do you think's gonna be number one on Paul's fucking hit list? the minute he finished his school <laughs> fucking Fabrizio <laughs> so I still say call him Paul and if he wants to be a glamour model later on or if you want to be, I suppose if you want to be a serial killer in this day and age and not get in trouble for it you should probably just join the fucking military <laughs> uh, my name's Andrew Whitney, that's my time thanks very much
0: One more time for Endo-Whitney!
1: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.
0: (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by Ritual Misery. For more great shows, go to RitualMisery.com and support us by clicking on the Amazon banner. Thank you.